Members can access a complimentary simple will where appropriate. For more information or details about a complex will, visit sstuwa.org.au slash wills. Hello and welcome to Western Teacher Live, the SSTUWA's new podcast talking all things education. Uh, This edition we're going to focus on our State of Schools survey, which is a very important way in which the union gets uh, information direct from its members. Uh, We need their knowledge of everyday issues uh, that they are confronting, what actually matters to them, and uh, the issue of everyday uh, events that shape how their workload can be reduced. Um, in a, allow them more time for teaching and improve their well-being and uh, their health and safety at work. So gathering all that knowledge can be a bit tricky, hence the State of Schools survey, which is now out and active. And joining me to discuss it are Senior Vice President Natalie Blewett and Vice President Shamila Nagar, who will tell us why it's important and how you can take part. Natalie, let's start with you. What, what sort of information do we glean from our State of School Survey. Yeah, thanks Bob. So the State of Our School Survey covers a number of topics, uh, including red tape, violence, professional development. Our particular survey is also this year going to be looking at teacher shortage, class sizes, the school funding, and also support for staff. So number and a broad range of categories that we're asking our members to contribute to. And uh, they can fill in the survey, Shamila, online and uh, it takes about 15 minutes to complete. How important is it is it for us to get members to take part? Hi, thanks Bob and thanks to our listeners. Yes, it's absolutely vital that we get as many people as possible to complete the survey. Um, members would have received an e-news if you subscribe or you can click on news on our website and find the survey link there. And I just want to touch and say, Bob, as well, touch upon the fact that the date's for 31st of July and it closes on the 28th of August. So as many people as possible. Yeah, I'll just clarify that survey is actually open at the moment. So that's that's up and running. It does close at the end of the month on the same day as our log of claims vote ends. So we've tried to keep everything together. So you you can go online. I think we've had 150 responses so far, which is encouraging at the uh, very start of the process. Uh, Natalie, what what issues do you think are going to come forward from this survey um, and also perhaps address different issues to different levels? So, for example, leaders may have different uh, issues confronting them from an everyday classroom teacher, if you like, um, and how do we uh, cope with that in this survey process? Great questions, Bob. Thank you. Uh, What members may not know is that depending on which category they are in, it will link them to a slight variation of the questions. So, for example, if you're a teacher, you'll have questions asked specifically for you in your classroom. If you are an administrator, we also have a section for our head of departments, our holders, our deputy principals, associate principals and program coordinators. And then we have a third section for our school leaders, our principals. So each of those different categories, depending on which section you identify with, will lead you onto slight variation, as I mentioned, in questions. So one of the things that I would like to just touch on is the workload. So when we actually did the State of Our Schools survey back in 2021, it was identified by school leaders 
that workload, their rates were rated as high to very high. 92% of our school leaders identified that their workload was in the high to very high category. And 84% of our school leaders said that work-related stress levels were also high to very high. So in conducting our survey again in 2023, we'd like to be able to compare that data to see if it has increased if it's or if it's maintained the level where the school leaders are working at. But we also are interested in a number of different categories as well. In particular, the staff shortages for our school leaders, this is impacting our schools immensely. So the teacher shortage, class sizes, the federal funding as well, the school funding, and also with regards to violence. And that, of course, is uh, crucial in that gathering of information. And Shamila, we have a number of processes that the union undertakes on an ongoing basis. The the log of claims uh, as part of the general agreement is out for consideration um, and review by the members at the moment. And, and as you said earlier, the voting on that will open at the end of the month. Um, so when, when you go and have those conversations eventually with government about the, the final inclusions in the log of claims, how important is it to have statistics uh, to back up those arguments? Here's the number of percent, here's the percentage of teachers who are overworked, who are thinking of leaving, who can't get time with their families. How crucial is that sort of uh, information? Well, this is our evidence. And when we go to negotiate, whether it's with the department or the government on a number of issues, the state of our school survey plays a key role in not only driving current issues within our schools, but also future and ongoing um, logger claims and election work that we do with the government. And the impact of this is critical in all areas of our work as a union. And one area we are targeting this time with a specific uh, set of questions is to those teachers who and leaders who have either taught in or are currently teaching in the regions. So, so that's an important area where some of the problems can be very specific, can't they? Things like government housing. Absolutely. So the survey will focus on country matters and it will really target in those issues within our regional and remote areas on what is really driving change within our schools, but also looking at those current issues that impact day-to-day -day running of schools. And I would assure all our members, by the way, that uh, one of the, the benefits of the way the survey is done is you don't have to worry about which sections you're doing. That will be guided by your answers. You'll be taken off to the, to the relevant questions. Um, but we are really, really keen to get those who are currently teaching in the regions or are, uh, have done and have left, may have left for various reasons, good or bad, and we'd be delighted to get that feedback. So remember, check out your e-news with the SSTUWA. Um, if you are not receiving it, it almost normally, almost entirely turns out to be that at some point you've unsubscribed, as we've all done in the past to different uh, emails that we get. You can go online at sstuwa.org.au um, to um, ask those uh, to, to re-establish your link with you know, It's a very good way of uh, keeping up with stuff and also via our social media. Uh, and another area, Shamila, within the survey, we, we've pa made passing reference to violence, which we've discussed in great depth in other podcasts. But one of the things the survey will be looking at is violence, and particularly if people think they've been subjected to gendered violence. Absolutely. And when we look at the, the results from previous, previous surveys, we know workload was a main target of one of the driving issues. But as we go along and meet with our members in schools, we know that currently there has been an increase in harassment and be it online or face to face. So there will be a place for you 
on the survey to give a brief account and whether it is harassment in the form of gender and orientation or sexual harassment online or face-to-face, -face, our members will be able to drive that feedback through the survey. And Natalie, also things like staff shortages, uh, shortage of specific teachers, say in STEM for example, this is another area where all teachers can, can give their views, but especially leaders. Um, and sometimes giving that feedback can be difficult. This is a, the, the submissions are confidential. There's no information released um, about who is making these comments. So it is an opportunity for people to give honest feedback um, without fear. That's right, Bob. So all of the submissions that we receive are presented in an anonymous fashion in that there are no names associated to it. But one of the things I would also encourage everybody to do is to make sure that they complete the survey. The more results we have, the better our data set is and the more that we can then use that evidence to support us with our negotiations, but also the results will feed into the current review that we're having into public education. So many of our listeners will know about our Carmen Lawrence review into public education and some of the results also will be used to inform our views moving forward. In one of our previous podcasts we also talked about the funding. So we talked about the $1,800 per student per annum that our public school students are not receiving. So one of the questions too in our survey that the leaders will find is what that extra $1,800, what school leaders could use that extra money for. So great information that will also help us feed into our 2025 election campaign as well. Excellent point, uh, Natalie. Thank you, Natalie. Thank you, Shamila. And uh, thank you to all our listeners. Please, if you're going to do one thing today and you haven't done it already, go to sstuwa.org.au, find the survey link or check your e-news for that link and uh, fill in the survey. It really can make a huge difference. Thank you. Western Teacher Live, cutting through noise on public education and union issues.